Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Learn English Vocabulary. My name is Jack and I'm making this podcast for you to learn or revise English vocabulary. You can find a transcript of this podcast on learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk. Today, I want to focus on language related to art and artists. I'm going to focus on the verbs read, write, paint and draw and I'm going to explore the vocabulary that goes with these verbs, that is, the collocations and related language. Let's start with read and write. One of the first things that I wrote that was genuine, I mean that wasn't for a school project, was a letter. But these days I write emails. I can't remember the last time I wrote a letter. When you write a letter, you expect that the person you send it to will read the letter. So, most of the words that collocate with write will also collocate with read. What can you write and what can you read? You can write a story, a tale, and you can read a story. I read my boys a bedtime story every night. You can write a poem. I'll admit that I don't read poetry. The word poetry is used to talk about poems as a form of written art or of literature. I sometimes hear poetry on the radio and quite enjoy it, but I haven't read a poem since I was at school. What else? You can write a novel. Okay, this is a little more complicated, so I think I need to talk more about types of books. When you go into a bookshop in the UK, often the books are divided into two sections. I imagine this is the same in bookshops all over the world. You have books that are fiction and non-fiction. If a book is fiction, it's a story that's been made up or invented. It's not a true story. You can talk about books as works of fiction, 
Charles Dickens wrote many works of fiction. Oliver Twist is a work of fiction. You can use the adjective form fictitious, but it's not common. Another word for a work of fiction is a novel. You might hear someone ask, have you read the latest John le Carré novel? Other works of fiction include short stories. These are often published in magazines first and then published in collections. I love J.G. Ballard's short stories. He wrote a collection of stories called News from the Sun, which was brilliant. In the non-fiction section, you find travel books, self-help books and biographies, stories about the lives of famous people. Autobiographies are a type of biography that's written by the same person they're about. The last autobiography I read was Michelle Obama's. Okay, so you can write a novel and you can write an autobiography. Often novels are divided into chapters, so I suppose you can write a chapter. The author has just started writing the final chapter of her new novel. William Shakespeare was a writer, but he didn't write novels. He wrote plays. Plays are the words and directions for a production in the theatre. People who write plays are called playwrights. This is an interesting word because it's spelt play, P-L-A-Y, as you'd expect, and then write, W-R-I-G-H-T, and not W-R-I-T-E, the verb to write. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is because the word write used to mean worker in Old English. The only other place you see the word with this meaning these days are pub names. I used to go to a pub called the Shipwright's Arms and there's a type of beer called Wainwright's. Shakespeare is probably the most famous playwright in the world. But he wasn't just a playwright. He wrote poems as well. He's famous for writing sonnets, as well as plays. Sonnets are types of poems that have 14 lines and a particular rhyming structure. If you write novels, you are a novelist. If you write books, you are an author. A novelist is an author, an author of novels. Cambridge Dictionary says you are an author if you write articles, but I'm not convinced. You can certainly talk about the author of an article 
when you're saying who wrote it. But you can also use the word author to describe someone's job. And you'd not describe a researcher at a university as an author or a journalist. And these are the people who normally write articles. If you write poems, you are a poet. If you read poems, you read them in collections which are often called anthologies. An anthology is just a collection of short texts, so you can get anthologies of songs and short stories. But the word is used with collections of poems most frequently. If you take the words of a poem and put them to music, then you've written lyrics. I watched a short documentary on the Billie Holiday song Strange Fruit. The lyrics were written by Abel Mirapol and they started life as a poem. Only later did he work with Billie Holiday to put the poem to music and the poem became the lyrics to one of the most haunting songs ever written. If you write lyrics, you are a lyricist. You can write music. You can write songs. Bob Dylan is a great songwriter. For other types of music, it's probably more common to use the verb compose. Beethoven and Mozart are famous composers. Let's move on to the verbs paint and draw. Painting is probably the most prestigious art. There are galleries around the world where you can go to see paintings. If you hear that someone's an artist, you can probably assume they're a painter. There's a modern use of the word artist that includes performers and TV celebrities, but that use isn't that common in the UK. Traditionally, artists paint pictures. So you can paint pictures. You can paint pictures of people. If a picture has one person in it, then it can be called a portrait. In the past, rich and powerful people would have their portrait painted and there are galleries full of these pictures. The National Gallery in London has a great collection of paintings. The gallery's permanent collection is worth seeing and there's usually an interesting temporary exhibition that you can see. There are also loads of portraits in the National Gallery. So you can paint a person's portrait. You can also paint a family portrait, which is a picture of a family posed together. Another common type of painting is a landscape. This is a painting of a view, often of a beautiful scene in the country. John Constable was an English landscape painter who painted pretty country scenes. Paul Cezanne was one of my favourite artists when I was a teenager because of his landscapes of southern France. Recently, David Hockney had an exhibition of landscapes he painted of scenes in East Yorkshire. This is where landscape and portrait settings on your computer come from. If you want to print a document, you can print in landscape mode, which is when the paper is wider than taller, or portrait mode, which is when the paper is taller than wider. When I was younger, I was impressed by Turner's seascapes. A seascape is like a landscape, but of the sea. 
You also hear about cityscapes, which are pictures of cities. But I think the word cityscape is used more for photography than painting. The artist Canaletto is famous for his landscapes of cities, Venice in particular. The last artistic verb that I want to talk about is draw. There are fewer nouns that go with the verb draw when talking about art. My children are very creative and most of their creations are simply pictures. You can draw a picture. My youngest gave me a picture he'd drawn today of a Star Wars boat with all kinds of droids and walkers on it. As he gets better at drawing, his creations will become sketches. A sketch is a simple drawing, often used as a study for a more elaborate work of art. So Leonardo da Vinci drew many sketches before starting on a painting. You can draw a sketch or make a sketch. I think you could even say, I'm going to do a quick sketch. But more simply, you can use the word sketch as a verb. I'm going to sketch the scene. OK, I've looked at loads of creative collocations with the verbs read and write and paint and draw, and I've explored plenty of vocabulary related to art and artists. I'll create some activities and a lesson to go with this podcast for the Speaking Club members on the Learn English Vocabulary website. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I do love reading your comments, so please leave me a comment on the site or a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear from you and any comments or suggestions you have. If there are any topics or songs or scenes from a film that you'd like me to talk about or anything else you'd like to hear, I would be delighted to make a podcast for you. So please visit learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk and say hello. Thanks for listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com. 
code PROGRAM.